Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. You guys, what is going on? It's Dave Mormon with Home Service Business Coach. I'm coming at you with another short, another punchy, uh, and another lively episode here uh, inside the podcast studio. Uh, I'm really excited about this one because it fundamentally gets at why the heck you started this business in the first place. I think sometimes we get so entrenched in the what and the who and the how and the what to do next that we oftentimes forget about why did we start this? What's our motivation? What are we trying to get out of it? And I think it's like a great time um, to be reflecting right now before we cruise into the end of the year, into our last quarter uh, of October, November, December. It's a great time to be thinking like, hey, what is actually going on in the business? And why did I start this? And as we start to do some planning into next year as well, um, you can get really reflective. I think like a solid CEO starts thinking in like years uh, and decades rather than like weeks and months. And you want to really be solid on where you're heading the next few years and the next 10 years uh, with this business. You don't need to know every single detail, but I think you need to know what you want to achieve from this, why you started this. And so that's what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. Um, quickly, before we dive in, I do want to give one pretty awesome announcement. Um, next Wednesday, um, put it into your calendar. That's September 14 at 12 p.m. Pacific or 2 p.m. Central or 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I'm going to be hosting a webinar inside uh, my Facebook group online. Uh, you definitely don't want to miss that because we're going to be talking about the key things needed to scale up your service business to hit those 100K months, uh, automate, automate it, optimize it, have a team in place and get the thing running. So put that in your calendar next Wednesday. Uh, if you want super easy, just look at the show notes here, scroll down on your phone um, and you can just click and uh, click to the event and get it all set up so that you don't uh, miss it. So put that in your calendar. So let's dive in here. <clears throat> let's get a discussion in on why you started this business. So the first thing I want you to think about is the difference of time versus money. So um, you're going to be anywhere on the continuum, right? Some people, myself included, we all have different motivators, right? What really gets us fired up, what we want to achieve, right? Some people start a cleaning business largely for the monetary reasons, right? I want to make $200,000 take home per year. I want to make a million dollars, whatever it is for you. Um, there's going to be some type of monetary goal attached, and if you're extremely motivated on like, you know, being money motivated, then the the time constraints to get to that money goal are, are not going to be as relevant. Okay, so you've got to be thinking, really, how much do I want to make? And when I look back, um, when I got into the home service space way back in the day, I started a student painting business, as you know, I was extremely money motivated back then, right? I, I remember for like four summers in a row, 
the first thought I would have in my mind as I think it would be how much money do I want to make, right? I remember um, the the second summer I had, I wanted to make $30,000 in a summer like profit, right? And to do that, we had to uh, hit 100K in uh, gross revenue. And then I knew I would be able to make that 30%. And I would go to bed at night, like you guys might do this right on your on your phone. I didn't have an iPhone until till years back, but I had like this, I don't know, flip phone and it had like a calculator on it. I remember it was like orange and I'd slide the thing up and start like calculating out where the profits could potentially lie for that year. And like before I go to bed, like my routine would literally just be punching in gross revenues times 0.3, right? Be like, what if we hit 120? What if we hit 98,000? What if I hit 105, right? It's like, it is amazing when you have a monetary goal though, like the steps that your brain will take in order to achieve it. And like that second year, we did $105,000 and I made $30,000. So it's just like when you, what you think about expands, right? Napoleon Hill. Um, and so like, that's just a huge thing. So if you're like monetarily motivated, I'd be picking up the book, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. I almost want to say Napoleon Dynamite, right? It's funny, <clears throat> but that's a great book to read um, to get solid in your mindset around money, okay? So you you may be listening to this, you may be extremely money motivated. Uh, I still think I, I am to this day, but I'm actually more uh, motivated by achievement, right? Like personal achievement. So if I'm like, hey, you know, I want to build <clears throat> X company, make X amount, or I want to, um, you know, train to go do this like race, or I want to, you know, remain extremely consistent, whatever that may be, um, very like motivated internally. And um, that's another thing too, right? With motivation, like extrinsic motivation. I don't want to get too deep here, but it's important you know this, like extrinsic motivation is like, I want to make the cover of that magazine and be, you know, in the top 40 under 40, because I want everyone to see like how awesome I am and the achievement. That's someone extrinsically motivated. Uh, I want to win that trophy so I can stand on the podium and like show it on Instagram. Very extrinsic motivated, right? I want praise from other people. Intrinsic motivated, motivated, you could give a crap who, uh, what magazine covers you're on or news publications or anything. You just want to win because that's how you're wired. Uh, you'd rather win like quietly and not tell a lot of people about it. Or maybe you tell like a really small inner circle, but really like it puts a smile on your heart internally when you're winning. So you're going to be, you know, extrinsically motivated or intrinsically motivated. This is all like organizational behavior back to business school, right? So I won't keep going down that rabbit trail because it. Uh, some of you may be getting a little bored right now. Move on, right? So money motivated, number one, zero to 10. Ask yourself right now, like, hey, how money motivated am I? with this cleaning business or this painting business I started, right? And when you look at it, guys, there's going to be like a hierarchy of needs. Uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? I told you I'd stop going down this trail, but last thing I want to get in, we all need to hit a basic number for basic survival, right? Shelter, food, safety, uh, all important that we be making, you know, X amount per month in order to pay for all our stuff, right? Maybe that's like $3,000 a month. You have to absolutely make to hit your bare minimum. Some of you more lavish lifestyles, maybe that's like 10K a month, right? <clears throat> Who knows what that is? Uh, only you know what that is for yourself. So ask yourself like, hey, how motivated am I with uh, making money? 
you should be definitely somewhat motivated, but some of you may be like a nine out of 10, where some of you are more like a six or 6.5, okay? <clears throat> Second motivation, how motivated are you when it comes to your time, right? Um, and so this is where it's been really shifting for me over the last few years <clears throat> as I've uh, scaled up and automated revive is I want to be, want to make a good amount of income. Yes, but I want to be uh, free with my time. I want to be independent of my time to be investing my time uh, however I like, right? And I really think that's freedom. And I think if your businesses can make, you know, X amount per month, you are really freed up to go do the things that you really want to do. So quite honestly, like, I think there's a lot of home service businesses that, you know, could make two or $300,000, which is, you know, excellent for the year, but also as like a business owner, that's just like grinding 70 hours a week, stressed out, missing all the family stuff, not healthy, quite honestly, like doesn't love the life they're living, but they're so motivated by money. They'll just keep going and going and going. Right. Um, and you guys may know some of those people now, you know, there's what I subscribe to more is like the lifestyle entrepreneur, not like the four hour work week, like don't do anything. But like, if you're gonna put in like 40 hours a week, how can we get the maximum output for that? Right. And quite honestly, I would rather work 40 hours a week and make, you know, $140,000 a year than be working 70 hours a week and make like 280 uh, and lose all the other things that I love in life. Right. So I'm not saying make this a little side hustle where you make five or 10 K a year. Like I still think you should be able to make a good amount of money to live a great lifestyle. But I think um, beyond that uh, is totally up to you where you are on that continuum of time, freedom to income freedom. And I think like anything, it's just a graph, right? Uh, a lot of you listening won't be so one-sided one way or the other, um, but you can even go, uh, you know, where income is quite low and you're not really motivated by money and you just want time, that would be, you know, maybe like a, a drop shipping business or something with Amazon, just something where you make, you know, $500, $1,000 a month, but you, it only takes you like a few hours kind of thing, right? There's like ultimate time freedom that way too. But kind of what I've learned is um, I personally believe like I don't really ever want to retire to be quite honest with you. I, I've had those weeks where there's like not much going on. And I'm just like, man, if this is what retirement is, I don't really want it. Uh, I relax best after like a season of pushing. Um, and so taking like quarterly time off for me is very important to rest and recharge. But, you know, if I'm picking uh, weekly time off, like regularly, uh, I probably go a little bit, a uh, little bit crazy because my brain's always going uh, wanting to come up with new ideas and new innovations. And you may be very similar that way. So that's the first thing from a business. There's like basic needs, right? Uh, we all have one life, right? If you sleep eight hours a day, which you should be, uh, you have 112 hours left to invest into your life. How crazy is that, right? And so if we carve out, you know, I like to think of a triangle, eight hours to sleep, eight hours to work or or um, grind in your business, then you've got another eight hours, right? And we've still, we got to eat breakfast and dinner. Um, we've got to hang out with our loved ones. We've got to stay healthy. But that third piece of the triangle, those other eight hours, those are the ones, in my opinion, that get wasted, uh, you know, got misinvested or spent on like social media, 
you know, um, talking about other people when you shouldn't be, uh, TV, wasting time, right? And then just small filler stuff, right? Grocery stores, uh, getting fuel, getting oil changes, like all like $15 an hour tasks that I've caught myself in sometimes. Just like, man, what am I what am I doing here? I'm burning up that third triangle, right? You could be doing, um, or that third point on the triangle, you could be doing better things with your time. So time and money. So that's the first thing, uh, or first two things get really solid on where you want to be. So if you want to get tangible right now and you're not driving, like literally, and I've done this multiple times, like right on the paper this next year, <clears throat> how much money do you want to make? Right? Not do you need, but do you want to make, you should be excited to hit this number. Okay. Awesome. And then two, how many hours a week do you want to be investing in this venture, right? There's there's seasons in life too, right? We've got members in the program, very busy seasons, personal life, not able to dedicate, not able to prioritize as much time to the business. And that's okay, right? There's a funny thing, <clears throat> Parkinson's law, work expands to fill the allotted or the allotted space given to it. If you give a task, you know, I've got 30 hours this week to push it. A lot of times those 30 hours, because they're on a mission, they'll get more done than the person who has 55 hours available um, and can just work at this thing all the time. And, and then we'll have others in our program. You know, they're single, they're unattached. They're like giving themselves a two-year timeline to literally make this business like the central point of their life to scale this thing up in a short period of time. And they're going for it, right? It's like, I'm going to be less time motivated in this next two years because I'm extremely motivated actually with my time, but I'm willing to delay gratification for two years and do the boring work for two years and scale this thing up so that one day when in two years, three years, four years, whatever it is, I can live my life like no one else can. And I really think that's the trait, like the defining trait of a solid entrepreneur is how long you can delay gratification <clears throat> and gratification. I mean, like delay getting like the fancy car, the fancy house, the boat, um, the membership to the golf club. Like when you start having income, I think these things become very attractive and you can actually like lose sight of what you're building. So, um, you know, be cautious what you're building, but also have a solid game plan with when it comes to time and comes to income. So write it down today, like how much time you want to be working, how much money you want to be making. Okay. So you've got income, we've got time. Those are the two big ones. And for me, the third one really comes down to impact. Um, you know, I personally would recommend you first find like a vocation that makes money, um, make sure it's profitable and then tie in some form of an impact or a give back or something that really fires you up. Right. This doesn't necessarily <clears throat> need to be charitable. It can literally just be you're a business that exists in the community and you do things to make the community better, right? Maybe you've got a pressure washing business and you clean up certain streets, uh, which tend to get, you know, tons of trash on them, or, you know, you volunteer at ABC club or you bring, you know, backpacks. It's going back to school time now, right? You bring backpacks to go help local kids at schools who maybe are um, less privileged, right? There's so many things you can do as a business like as a business owner i firmly believe you have a platform in the community um, and you're a leader and you should be given like a good amount of responsibility uh, and i think if you steward that responsibility well you'll be given more opportunities more at bats to do more good in your community so like <clears throat> i think you should go in that order like how much money 
<clears throat> excuse me, how much money do we need to make? How much time do I want to be investing into this? And then thirdly, like what's the impact going to be in the community? Because when you actually look at it, like wind the clock down three, five, 10 years, the things that you're going to remember is not like how much net income you made. It's going to actually be um, what have you done to make the world a better place? And like, what are you really proud of? And I do think a lot of entrepreneurs miss the mark on this because this ties like right back into your why, right? Like for me with my business donating to clean water, that's the stuff that like helps push us through the hard times, right? Like we're doing, we're washing homes locally to bring clean water globally. It's like, man, we have a tough week, a tough month, a tough day. Like that's our true why to tether us back, right? And I'm just like, man, if you can draw these like two concentric circles, like a Venn diagram. And in the middle, you have this like convergence point of like the sweet spot for income, the sweet spot for time put in, and then an incredible spot for impact. It's like, I literally don't know what's better on earth if you can hit those three things, right? And they'll always be in flux a little bit and movement, but you really want to get solid on, you know, at least having some makeup of those three. Um, and kind of a, an offshoot of the impact, I'd honestly, this is what I've learned in the last few years is like your impact to your team internally as well, right? Like for us with Revive, we have a couple thousand clients, we go out and service, it's awesome, clean their house, put up the Christmas lights, really good, donate clean water, great. But like kind of this other offshoot is like actually our internal team uh, and they've got lives too, right? And they're living through this crazy time of like inflation um, stuff costing more, um, stress, uh, world being crazy, right? It's like, we want to care and shepherd for our people to like the absolute best way that we can. And like, I firmly believe as a, as a boss, as a leader, as an employer, call yourself whatever you want, uh, CEO, right? Chief everything officer. Um, you want to be caring for your people the best way you can. And I firmly believe that creates an impact as well in the world. So even if you're like, okay, charitable thing, like it's not my thing, but like, I'm gonna actually put resources into my team, right? I'm going to give them a bonus. I'm going to send them to this dinner. I'm going to give them this gift card. I'm going to check it. Like sometimes it's not always money either, right? It's like literally just hanging out with them for like 10 minutes and checking in, right? How's your weekend? What'd you do? How are the kids doing? What's going on? What are you excited about this month? What are you thankful for? Right? Like there's all these things you can ask your team about, uh, and get into their life and journey with them a little bit, right? So it's like, I don't want you being like, oh, I don't have the money to go get a gift card. And I'm just like, man, if you're running a business, like some of the best things you can do is just go right now to like Walmart or your local like super center and just go spend like $100 and buy like four $25 gift cards to whatever, keep them in your car, keep them in your pocket and you will find opportunities where you're like, man, I wanna just bless this person with a gift card right now, right? Like, boom, here you go. Um, even like we have... um we have homeless people right in this in our area it's like man go to walmart get ten dollar mcdonald's gift cards buy five of them throw them in your glove box and when you see people um you know who don't have what we have maybe don't give them money necessarily hand them out a gift card like boom go to mcdonald's get a big mac right go go to walmart get this thing right so you got to look for things i think as a business owner where you can have impact um because i firmly believe it opens your heart for more opportunities uh, there's something like paying it forward and you don't give to like be a better person. You give just to give um, because you want to. And I think if you're actually in the opportunity where you get to wake up every day, um, live your best life, build your business, create income, have time, take vacations. Like, man, if you're missing the mark on like impact and giving to people who don't have what we have, that's why we're running into people. I honestly believe like who aren't happy. It's like, 
I'm making all the money. I got the time, right? It's like, what are you doing with impact, right? And sometimes that's the third leg of the stool I think that's missing. And so I just want you thinking about that today. I don't want to run this episode too long, but like time, um, what are you doing with your time? What are you doing uh, to make income? How much do you want to make? Um, Not to just eke by, but how much do you want to make, make, right? Like we want to make this as exciting. And then what excites you for impact, right? And we've had a number of members through our coaching program have borrowed from the 3% model where they'll give, you know, 3%, 2%, 1%, whatever to help uh, struggling youth, right? Or donate to mental health or help with a boys and girls club, right? Or donate, like it's literally the, 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 um, causes endless, right? Children's hospital and um, whatever it is about you, like open up your eyes, put your antennas up this next month and look for opportunities in the community where they could use, uh, maybe some help from you or your team or your family, or maybe just uh, some financial help uh, as well. So don't grow a business. Don't optimize a business unless you have like an impact for it. Um, and I've done that before, right? I've been missing <clears throat> that impact piece before, right? When I was 23 years old, 22 years old, coming out of college, I just wanted to make money, you know, get into the real estate market. And it's like, all that stuff is good, right? And then my backpacking trip pushed me out to see people who don't have what we have came back and then said, how the heck can I make a business that pumps money, but also does good in the community and also does good abroad overseas and helps these people. I just saw don't have clean water. That's how revive was born. Now in my teaching role, I'm helping others do the same through their business. And for me, very deeply fulfilling. That's part of my story, part of the impact I have as an entrepreneur, because I'll probably be an entrepreneur as long as I'm on earth, to be quite honest. And it's like, man, how many people am I going to be able to impact through like coaching and teaching and also just through charitable initiatives and helping with things that I really care about. So don't give to something if you don't care about it. Don't give just for a tax write-off. Give because you care about it and give because um, it fires you up, right? And if you think, man, I can build a business that makes money, gives me time and also does something that I really care about, helps with the cause. Um, super, super cool because business is extremely tough as I talk about on this show um, and you get it's going to give you a thick skin. And for those tough weeks, those tough months, those tough quarters, having something tethering you back to like, man, there's something bigger going on here. I want to be part of something bigger than just making money and freeing myself up. Um, bake that into your business model. I can't uh, encourage you enough. So <clears throat> feel free to hit me up if you want to talk about this more. I had a fellow email me <clears throat> this week, <clears throat> excuse me emailed me this week, Dave, loving your podcast, scaling up my business, um, keep the episodes coming. He was saying that he likes the shorter episode, right? And I think it's good, like 20 minutes, we're a little over here, but 20 minute episodes, short and to the point. Um, if you're like a go, go, go type of guy or girl like me, um, you just can't sit around for like an hour and listen to something. So like 20 minutes, I think you got the message here. Uh, what do you want for time? What do you want for income? What do you want for impact? I want to challenge you today um, to build this business, to be a dream business. Um, don't let anyone tell you otherwise, because I'm telling you right now, you can do it. I've done it, I'm doing it right now. Um, it's incredible, the game that we get to play. So just don't lose sight. You're an entrepreneur in North America, Australia, United Kingdom. You've already won the game. Um, you get to do what you love every single day. So don't lose sight of that, because most people on earth are not able to do that. So want to wish blessings on you guys. Uh, God bless you all. Please come on the webinar if you want more value this Wednesday. Like I said, 
12 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. East or 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be dropping lots of value there. I'll link it up here in the show notes. Hope to see you there. And if you want to chat more about time, income, and impact, feel free to ping me over an email. Uh, homeservicebusinesscoach at gmail.com is the easiest way to find me or just put home service business coach into Instagram. Uh, you can talk to me there as well. Looking forward to it, guys. Have an incredible rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in and we'll talk to you on the next episode. It's Dave Mormon, home service business coach, signing out, y'all. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.